0: Hey, hey, you are listening to Exercising Your Faith. I am your host, Anita Yolanda Armstrong, and we are here again with another week of messages from our amazing mystery co host. We're going to be continuing in the same vein as the last message, which was called Love Wins All. I hope you're ready because I'm ready. The next voice that you will hear will be from our mystery co host continuing on with love wins all
1: hello i'm back just to continue on the last conversation that i was sharing with you all it was our anniversary october the 13th and again at that time sean had been dealing with a terminal illness and again you know he's the head of the household He's the primary provider. We're running a business and, you know, things are coming to an end. So after my friend had brought over the flower, the card and the rose, she had also brought like groceries, chips, vegetables, fruit, candy, you know, um, apples, caramel apples, you know, all type of juices. So that's just what a type of friend she was to us. So, later on that evening, we were sitting there just chatting, and Sean started to feel ill. And, you know, we were talking to her, and she said, well, you know what? Uh, Why don't you all just take him to the hospital? Don't even worry about calling an ambulance. And um, just let them check him out. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, she was here. We had two kids here. And she said, don't worry about the kids. I got them. You all just go to the hospital. So we went to the hospital, and they checked Sean out. They admitted him. So, you know, again, it's our anniversary. But God revealed to me this morning. I was lying in bed, and it was just like something was just going all over me. I was just reflecting back, thinking about all these moments we shared, and times we had and struggles we have gone through, the impact he had on the kids. So while we were in the hospital, they had to order meals for us to eat. We would select the meal, but they had to provide it. So one, I think it was this particular night, the 13th. If it wasn't, it was like the next day. We had um, placed an order, and it was some baked fish and green beans, chocolate chip cookies, some tea, and I can't remember what else, but those are the things that stood out the most because when I tell you the rest of the story, you're going to see how I can relate. So we're sitting here eating, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this fish is so good. So Sean was like, you know, just eat what you want, baby. I said, no, I said, I can't sit here and eat up all your food. He said, no, he said, eat what you want. He said, I can't really eat a lot anyway, and I'm thinking, okay. So again, the next, he would save the chocolate chip cookie. So the next time we would have to order food, we would order breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But it was like whenever I could get that f- baked fish, I'm like, I want that baked fish. So I asked Sean, I said, Sean, what do you want to order to eat now? He said, what you want? I said, I'm good. I said, um, what you want? He said, no, babe. He said, no, Lois, order what you want. And I thought, you know, I, I kind of like that baked fish and those green beans and, you know, potatoes or whatever. He was like, well, order it. So, I ordered that food, and when it came later on that afternoon, so they put the tray on the tray table, and he was like, well, go ahead and eat. I'm like, well, I'll wait on you, and he was like, come on, let's eat. So, we took the cover off of that tray, and he said, come sit, come get your chair and come sit right here beside me, and um, we're going to share this food. So, it just... I knew it then, but it's like it's a refresher. It's like putting me back into that space. Sean was sitting there on the bed. I'm sitting in the chair, and we don't put the tray table in between the two of us. I'm sitting there eating. He's sitting there eating. And it's like this wasn't no big um, steak or in some big primetime restaurant. It's like that was one of the most intimate moments we had in the hospital, eating hospital food. And we sitting there dining together and having a chocolate chip cookie for dessert. And it was like he was still treating me like the queen that I am and I was in his life. And it's just, it's just like, it's just taking me to a whole nother level the appreciation and the love he had for me. And those chocolate chip cookies, he would save those cookies until the kids came to see him that night. My father-in-law and mother-in-law would bring the kids by to to visit us. So he would tell them to get in the bed, you know, ask them how their school day had gone, and if Trevor had practice, he would ask them how it was football practice and Victoria band practice, both of them was in the band, but whatever... Curriculum they were in in school. He would just ask them to kind of just check in see how everything was going So another one of the other days that we were in the hospital because we stayed there for like several days four or five days And he was so ready to go home I'm like, you know what Sean you're getting some of the best care that you can receive here in this hospital so one day they had ran a test on I can't remember what kind of test it was so They had to sedate him. So he was under anesthesia, so I'm sitting out there waiting on them to come and tell me, you know, like, you know, what did they find and this and, you know, all that. So the nurse came out. She said, "Uh, Ms. Terrell, I'm like, yes. She said, "Um, I'm going to need you to come back. I said, okay. She said, because for some reason we can't get Sean to come out of the sedation. I'm like, okay. So I went in the room, and he was laying down, you know, like, unconscious, you know, from the anesthesia. So I said, Sean, Sean, Sean. So he started to kind of wake up. And when he woke up, he was like, what are you doing in here? Because, you know, when you wake up, you expect a nurse or someone to be there asking you questions or whatever. I said, well, I'm here because you didn't seem like to want to come out of that that, um, sleep that you were in, like he was in a deep sleep. And it brought me back to an earlier session, series, or whatever you want to call it, message that I had. And I said, when he heard my voice, it was a familiar voice to him, and he opened his eyes to come back to me. But after he opened his eyes and we sat there and we talked for a minute, and I could just see he was just, like, uncomfortable because, you know, we dealing with this illness. And he said, Lois, he called me Lois, he said, um, I'm sorry. I said, sorry for what? He said, because, you know, basically he know he's going home to be with his father, and I'm going to be left with the kids. I told Sean, and when I said this, I was bold and confident. I said, you don't have to worry about me, and you don't have to worry about these kids. I said, I'm going to take care of this right here. I said, I got this. He was like, okay, but it was just like a sense of release for both of us, because we had been there back-to-back, supporting each other, and... He told me, he said, um, I want you to go call my daddy. And this is earthly father he's speaking of. And I know you probably imagine that, but I'm just being, it's, it's a mess in this. And I went downstairs and I sat in the car to call his father. And I was telling my father-in-law, I'm like, you know, look, Sean wants you to come and I want, he wants you to come now. And I'm just like boo horn and before I was able to tell my father-in-law what I was saying, he was like, Lois, he called me Lois too. Sean started that. He said, um, baby, I can't understand a thing you're saying. You're going to have to, you're going to have to settle down some so I can understand what you're saying because I don't know what you're saying. I said, I'm sorry. I said, then I settled down. I got to compose myself. And I told him what Sean said. He said, okay, me and my wife, we're going to get together and, um, get on our way down there so they made it down here and you know we had a couple more days in the hospital we would switch out shifts and all that but for some reason god wanted me to tell you all this today i think about when sean was there in that bed and not wanting to come out of that zone or sleep or whatever it was he was in but when he heard my voice, he woke up. So he was on his back. So this morning when I was lying in the bed, thinking about the time when I was laying in bed sleeping, and he told me, well, I'm sorry, he woke, I woke up. And Because I could feel something like somebody was looking at me. So I could just feel something that was different. So when I opened my eyes, he was staring at me. And I'm like, what are you looking at me for? He said, because I just wanted to sit there and watch you sleep. He said, I just love you that much. I just wanted to sit there and watch you sleep. And I'm thinking, what? I'm thinking, who does that? This is me now, because I'm thinking, okay, whatever. So I was telling one of my sisters about it, and she said, girl, she said, man, no, he loves you. I'm thinking, how can somebody love you that much? I'm thinking, and I loved him too. But men don't normally show the affection that they have. Sean was like, like when we got, when we didn't have money trying to run this business and having our struggles and stuff like that, you know, God provided. But it was like the unknown. So I said, you know, Sean, I can go back to Vanderbilt and work because, you know, they wanted me to come back. He said, no. He said, I'm going to go out and find me a job. He said, you just stay here and take care of the kids. Again, it's all around the children. It's like just being that figure because the man go out and bring it home for the family, the provider. So I was lying on my back and I reflected on that. And tears just was streaming down the side of my face, going all down by by my ears and coming down to my neck. But what I want to share with you all, the last time... I saw my husband. He was lying on his back. And it came to me. You here lying on your back this morning. Crying about the man that's gone. But his memories still live on. And here you are lying on your back. So he on his back. And you on your back. And at the end of the day, y'all are back to back. So... I look at things in multidimensionals. I always try to dissect a thing or penetrate a a thing and see what the underlying message is for me to get out of it. So, like I said, I just want to help somebody. Somebody needs this. Because we have come from broken homes. We have done things in our home that may not be the best way to raise our children because a lot of times you do what you know so again just because it was done to you don't make it right for you to do it to somebody else and i have not forgotten the struggles but see struggles make you stronger and when you go through stuff together you start intertwining the grip get stronger it start mending and you just gravitate to be better. And, you know, you just don't never know who you are going to influence. But I still have not forgot to tell you about the person that I was talking about last when I left you in, this, in suspense. So I know some things are not clear. Some things or may I'm like struggling trying to say, but at the gist of it, you're going to get what I'm trying to tell you because this is a word from God. This is not from me. This is from the God inside of me. And while I'm sitting here, I'm just going to just be, I'm just going to tell you. I'm sitting here then got up and refreshed myself for this morning. And I'm sitting here in some pajamas that I bought with love all on them. And that just came to me. I just got this morning. Just put these on. I'm just putting on pajamas. I thought, but these pajamas got love on my shoulders, on my legs, on my arms. It's like all around my neck, over covering my heart. They just got love on me because they're long sleeve twill pajamas. So, like I said, I hope this helps somebody because I'm telling a lot about my life, about my story. And again, my story. So if it don't affect you, that's okay. If it doesn't affect you, it's not for you. But if it affects you, then it's for you. And it's not for you to get the complete details. It's whatever you can use. But I just want you all to know that the love that Sean and I have, I have the father got the same kind of love and some more because he is love. So, but again, I'm going to leave this right here. And I know that we kind of deviated slightly from me telling the story of the man that's in my life now. But it still connects back to the last session that we had. So bear with me, because I thought I was not going to have anything to talk about, but it's like God keeps filling me up with more and more and more and more. Like when he said that cup that runs over, this cup is running over. It's it's flowing everywhere, and I have no control over it. So just look forward to the next time we gather, and I can tell you more about my story. And I thank God that he allowed me to have this story to share and i'm going to tell you something else very very personal i probably haven't even told five people about this but when my husband died i told god i said you know what god thank you for allowing me to experience this because see i'm prepared because i'm at peace but another wife another set of kids Somebody else might not would have been able to handle this. And it's more so that I was able to handle this. Because when you're okay with it, the fruit that you have, they're going to be okay with if it's more than one. So the battle is inside of you. So I just thank God for the relationship that we had. Because Sean and I had one cell phone. We had one email. Now, we run the business. We went almost everywhere together. People be like, you know, they see one, they see the other one. And it's like, if I didn't have the cell phone, it's because I didn't need the cell phone because I was at home. And if I had the cell phone, he didn't need the cell phone because he was at home. Or either we were with somebody that had a cell phone, like my sisters or whoever. But that's just how we didn't allow a lot of the outside things to coming to our relationship and when i say outside it's not a negative thing to have a two or three cell phones but it was like we didn't have to feel the urge or the suspicion if somebody was doing something that they should not have been doing because if i got the phone and you got the phone we sharing the same email it ain't too much you gonna hide and like i said we worked the business together so like i said i was at peace If I had to do it all over again, I would do it again and probably wouldn't change a thing because the pain that you endure, it strengthens you over a period of time. So until I come back again, be blessed, appreciate what you have, and enjoy. Bye.
0: Yes, his love, his love wins all. That was an awesome message from our mystery co-host. A message about a beautiful season that she is now in. And she's gonna she shared and is gonna continue to share about where she's come from and how it affects and can help other people. I know that for me, when I think of a beautiful season, we are in a season of newness. Okay, come on, somebody. We're in a season of influence. We're in a season of winning. We're in a season of elevation in many areas and especially in the area of love because he is love. And all all of this is woven together by our Heavenly Father, amen? We do have a special announcement to make. Our mystery co-host has, she feels like it's time. God has given her that release to go ahead and share a little bit more about her as in who is this mystery co-host? So I would like to go ahead and let you know that our mystery co-host is DeLois Terrell. She is a phenomenal woman of God. She is not perfect, but she is in a place of peace. And she is also a disciple. And the disciple just means that she is a student. She's still learning. She hasn't made it yet. You know, we, we haven't gotten to that level where we can't learn anything else. So I love the fact that she is constantly, she's like a sponge. She's constantly absorbing what God has for her. And she also squeezes out to other people who can learn from that. She's not going around, you know, saying that she is the, you know, is the all-knowing. She is a woman who loves God to share what God has shared with her and so we are a phenomenal team and I love that about her as we get ready to close I'd like to go ahead and and extend an invitation to you to share your comments your questions your testimonies your praise reports you can send those to our email address which is exercising yf at gmail.com and that is exercising the letter y the letter f at gmail.com okay well It has been a beautiful week and I'll be praying for you. And I ask that you continue to pray for us. God willing, we will be right back here with another message for you on exercising your faith.